Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another review from Tag. And we're here to talk about NXT, Great American Bash, but more after that intro. That's tag shit. Free fall as I die through the kaleidoscope in my mind. No rope up to climb. Gotta remind myself that I'm fine. Mama, I don't really want Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to another episode of Hot Tag. Well, you know, this is the episode where we review pay-per-views from across the wrestling universe. Tonight, it was NXT's Great American Bash, live from Austin, Texas. Uh, we had some championship matches. We had some grudge matches. And overall, it was a solid show. I'm myself, Scooter Ray, a.k.a. the Great American Scoot, joined by Jugs, a.k.a. Juggernaut097. What up, what up? A.k.a. Tags Forbidden Door. And shout out to our other brethren, Lip Dizzle and Jaeger Bombastic. And also, you can't forget that I'm Mr. Money in the Bank. You call oh, yeah, me Mr. Technically, Mr. Yeah. Money in the Bank jugs. Yes, technically he is Money in the Bank, you know. And and as I'm currently sitting as prediction champion, you know what I'm saying, I got to hold on to my championship while I have the forbidden door here as our current Money in the Bank uh, briefcase holder. So, you know. Things getting a little dicey, and I'm already behind the eight ball as we speak because after tonight, Dizzle is ahead on the predictions going into SummerSlam weekend. So, uh, but once again, Great American Bash live from Austin, Texas. And you know, let's just get into it. You know, in the pre show. We had a match. We had Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, Ulyssa, Leon, and Valentina for us versus Meta, Meta for the team of Jakara Jackson, Lash Legend, Oro Mensa, and Noam Dar. If y'all that graphic there, so y'all know all the names who we talking about there. Um, pretty solid little opener. Um, considering that these uh, eight individuals been beefing for like the last month. It makes sense that, you know, they were going to have a premium live event match at some point. Um, especially now since Noam Dar still claims that he is the Heritage Cup winner and Nathan Frazier, of course, is the rightful Heritage Cup champ, uh, the Heritage Cup champion. So, Eventually, we're going to get some type of weird unification, non-unification, because technically Nathan Frazier is the real champ. So, but we had it. Uh, Judge, what do you think of the match? Well, I didn't actually. Um, I saw some highlights of the match. I didn't really catch the match live. Okay. But what, uh -huh. what I saw from it, it looked like it was an okay match. I kind of wish this was actually on the actual card. Because, you know, all these guys, and also Dragon Lee, they need to do some better stuff with him. Uh, look, and, you know, I agree. I agree. Like, I don't know it. I don't, because the, the, the hype they had bringing in Dragon Lee, I thought he was about to come in and just be the best thing smoking, no pun intended. But 
that man has lost every title opportunity. I don't know what what are their plans with him. Yeah, I have no idea what their plans were. And also, you know, he had a little segment later on the night, which, you know, we'll talk about later. Uh, but Dragon Lee, yeah, he's in the mud right now. Like, he, I agree. He, <laughs> I 100% agree. He should have signed with AEW at this point, because I tell you what, Com- Commander is getting more TV time and doing more stuff than Dragon Lee is. Like, I, I don't got, get it. I, I don't get it at all because, like, they had this all this hype around Dragon Lee, you know, like, oh, he was going to be so great, but he hasn't done a whole lot of things. I mean, he's been in multi man matches, he's lost all these title matches. It, it, it just don't, doesn't make sense. And I thought the metaphor was going to end up winning here because, like, I thought so too, especially since because upon watching the match, they pulled all the heel tactics to win, but, um, the more and more they kept pulling the heel tactics, the more and more I was like, now the 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 faces are going to end up taking it because especially there was one part where uh, Oro, like I think uh, Noam did some stuff which led to Oro Mensa hitting a nice little move for the pinfall and I think it was Dragon Lee or Nathan Fred, one of the two had kicked out and that's when I knew then, I was like, yep, the good guys are going to take this one. And lo and behold, the good guys get the dub. Um, like I said before, I know at some point this is going to lead to Noam Dar, Nathan Frazier, rematch for the Heritage Cup, since Noam Dar technically never defended it when he lost against Nathan Frazier. But in the end, what does this really do for Dragon Lee? Because... They're not making him look the best. They're not making him look main roster ready. They're not making him look like he's poised to win any NXT championship. So I'm intrigued what's uh uh Dragon Lee's ultimate like 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 what are their ultimate goal for Dragon Lee at the moment? Yeah, I, I just have no idea at this point. And also, you know, like I said, the reason why I thought that metaphor was going to win is because I thought, okay, you know what? They need to have the Hills win. They need to have Noam Dar actually win the match and go like, hey, you know, this is my way to get back. And I was thinking the same. Nathan, Nathan Frazier. But I guess, you know, I guess our booking didn't end up being the right way. Well, you know? and not only that, too, this is technically Noam Dar's first match back since he's been in his little catatonic state. So that's when I really thought that, okay, his first match back, get the heels to go over. But, eh, mm-hmm. booking went otherwise. So, yep. like I said, pretty solid little pre-show match. Uh, I wouldn't have had minded being on the regular card, and it would have been like an opener. But mm-hmm. uh, it definitely, I, I would say, since they've been beefing a lot, it definitely deserved to be involved with the pay-per-view and not just a match on uh, NXT TV. So I will say that. Mm-hmm. But that was the pre-show. To open it up, we had the NXT ch- Tag Team Championship match between Gallus's, uh Mark Coffey and Wolfgang versus the family, Tony D and the underboss, Cannon Stacks Lorenzo. Uh, now this match has been brewing for a minute. Um, I don't know if the whole Tony D being arrested 
thing was trying to cover up an injury. I never really looked into it, but it had to have been something for them to have stretched this storyline as far as they stretched it. Mm-hmm. But uh, to to keep those in the loop, back in April, Tony D got arrested, and they assumed that it was the Gallus boys that did it. A lot of shenanigans, and then in true WWE fashion, it ended up being a match between Stax and uh, Joe Coffey. If Stax wins, all the charges are dropped against Tony D, and the family gets a tag team title shot. But if Joe Coffey wins, uh, Tony D has to go to court. And it was like, huh? How can how can a match determine the legal system? Like, 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 what you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, if, if he lost, yeah, Stax lost that he was going to be in the slammer for a long time. Like, 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 how can a match determine some legal ramifications here? But Stax won because they made this whole elaborate ruse to get Gallus to make this type of match for Stax to come out on top because it was looking like Stax was going to betray Tony D and a whole bunch of shenanigans. Now we're here. Um, kind of like when I tell the people, if you are if you are used to watching the reviews I do, and if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. This match felt like a title change. The, 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 the moment this match was finally announced, it was like these were going to be the people to take the belts off of Gallus. So it felt like a title change of a match. Lo and behold, it was a pretty solid match. Of course, shenanigans had to happen to where Tony D ended up hitting, was it Mark Coffey with the crowbar? Uh, he, he ended up, yeah, he ended up hitting Mark Coffey with the crowbar, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, boom, 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 new tag team champions, the family. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad match. It was just long overdue. That's what it was. It wasn't a bad match. It was just long overdue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we got new champs. Unfortunately, the Gallus boys are not on top anymore, but hey, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts, Judge, about this match? I thought it was a solid match. I definitely agree with you. It was definitely long overdue. You know, they should have yes. they should have won these titles back at Stand and De- um, NXT Stand and Deliver WrestleMania weekend. I agree. I agree. Hmm. But yeah, because I'm pretty sure I think I did predict them to win. I think mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I did predict them to win because I like, got, you know, I felt like it was their time. But, you know, I kind of like this long term, like this long term storytelling, you know, WWE yeah. booking, you know, with having someone go to jail, you know, it's definitely something sure. WWE. I just, thought, I just thought literally a one on one match was going to determine was somebody was going to go to trial and that. I thought that that was like the funniest stipulation. Like, that stipulation was to me funnier than the whole custody of Dominic Mysterio on the ladder match. You know what was funny when they did the whole like reunion thing on NXT and the, the, everybody, all the family members, they brought out crowbars. They just, yes. they just, they just carrying crowbars. They just all randomly carrying crowbars. It's like okay, let's like, just let's just do this. Yeah, Gallus goes like, yeah, they came out interrupting them and like, oh no, they came prepared. You know, they came, they didn't come with their guns. They yeah. came with the crowbars. 
Um, but no, about the match. The match was okay. You know, I'm nothing too crazy. I mean, we the heels were doing their heel stuff in the match. You know, Joe Coffey, he brought ended up bringing like some type of bat. Maybe it was. Yep. I think it was a cricket bat. Maybe I think that's. What I think it was. It was. He ended up bringing I can't some yeah, I but, think it was a cricket bat. He ended up bringing a bat into the match and, um, you know, trying to cheat that way. But the family ended up winning, which I'm happy for. Like I said, that was the that was long overdue. Like this was this was a giving match here. Like you see this match, you know, you see the graphic of it. Oh, you go like, oh, yeah, the family's winning. They're winning yes. long overdue. Yes. Now, next match, weapons wild grudge match, Blair Davenport. Versus Texas's own Roxanne Perez, and this is where I got mad at myself because I totally forgot. Either I forgot Roxanne was from Texas, or I forgot this event was in Texas. Because the moment I heard that, I was like, "Shit, I made the wrong pick." <laughs> yeah, as I was watching that, I'm like, "Yeah, I made the wrong pick as well." Because like, because like, <laughs> I think the moment. Roxanne came out and I was like, oh shit, she is from Texas. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um pretty solid match. Um I hope this blows off their feud and not continue it because this was a great way to just end it between the two. Like I don't think this should be a match that it should happen. And then come Tuesday, they're still beefing. It wouldn't surprise me, but it shouldn't be that way. But it was a pretty solid, good, solid match. They had some spots. Um, I can appreciate that, you know, they let them go out there and cook. Like, you know, they let the ladies do what they do. You know, hit each other with stuff, slam each other into stuff. Like, they just let them do it. And, you know, you had the aspect of Roxanne's sister and mom being in the audience. So, of course, you know, Blair had to play into that fact that, you know, she's going to antagonize the family and things like that. But I appreciated it. Like I said, it wasn't a bad match. Mm-hmm. I just totally forgot. Roxanne had the hometown advantage. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I felt the same way. Like, I mean, I knew the show was in Texas. I knew that she was from, you know, from Texas. Is she from Austin? Austin or Houston? I think it's, I think it's Laredo. Laredo? Yeah, I think it's Laredo that they feel her from. Like, I was just thinking, you know, WWE logic, you know, they don't like to let their state, you know, and well that that's Vince type of booking, you know. True. True. Did I did I or am I back? Yeah, this yeah. is something you know, the Vince type of booking. Yeah, that the that 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 you know, you usually lose your hometown match or get beat up in your hometown and things like that. So you're usually right. But you know, I mean, as I was watching the match, I like, damn it, I should have went with Roxanne Perez. Mm-hmm. She she was getting beat down a lot in this match. You know, she, she was, was getting, she was getting hit with this uh belt. You know, she was getting the belt in the match. Um, there were a lot of steel chairs, you know. This looked like mm-hmm. a match that you were playing on like 2K and stuff. You know, you it did feel that way, didn't it? It did feel like something you would play on 2K. I agree. 
and also I gotta say, you know, I gotta, you know, I have to give an Emmy to uh, Roxanne's mom and you know Roxanne's sister. Yeah, you know, they were, you know, they, all the emotions that they were putting yes. in, you know, watching her, um, you know, sister and daughter get beat up was crazy. Because even Roxanne's sister was tearing up after yeah. Roxanne got the W. The the new Izzy right there. That is the new yep. Izzy. It should be. It should yeah. be. And you um, know what? I don't know what it is, but Pop Rocks already looks like a great finisher. But anytime she does the Pop Rocks on like chairs or any type of weapon, it looks even more devastating. Yeah, it does. Like I, it looks even more devastating when she slams the the other women if it's into like a table or chairs or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, and then, and then also, um, um, but yeah, shout out to Roxanne Perez. She gets that big dub. And, and, and also, um, another reason why I was going with Blur Davenport is because I thought maybe we might have someone help out Blur Davenport in the match. Like, you know, Stevie Turner, you know, she hasn't been seen for a while. You know, she was doing mm-hmm. these like video, pa- not video packages, but like this kind of like talk show thing, you know, that's talk- the show on NXT. And uh, also, maybe I was thinking maybe like oh, Tatum Paxley could come out, help out De- Blur Davenport. Um, but I definitely agree. I kind of hope this feud is done with after this because, well, then, then again, Blair Davenport did beat Roxanne Perez. So now this mm-hmm. feud is one to one. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have like a blow off match, maybe like yeah. on an NXT, but yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it was definitely a fun match, though. Now, the next matchup. Shouldn't have happened the way it happened. We get a debuting Gable Stevenson versus let me reintroduce myself, Baron Corbin. This is why this match shouldn't have happened because Corbin was reintroducing himself without a gimmick per se, and Gable Stevenson was debuting completely. So it was like, well, what's going to give? Um, you can definitely tell Gable is green, which is fine. Completely fine. Um, I'm loving Cor- Corbin's new look. You know, the whole burn the ships and, you know, him being himself. So I'm loving all of that. Loving the new outfit, music, all of that. It's just that you had kind of two debuts in a sense in one night and unfortunately it ended the way it ended with a double count out and it was like I get it you want to protect both men but you should have did this differently mm-hmm. like maybe you should have had Gable Stevenson go against maybe his brother Damon Kemp or somebody else to where he could have like emphatically won and then Baron Corbin could have debuted his new self and then maybe at No Mercy in September they could have had Gable and Corbin go at it but to do it this way and for the crowd to and, and the crowd let the people know like they were not happy that this match ended in a double count out they were not happy. And I was just sitting there like, man, eh, I guess. 
Um, interesting to see how Gable's progression is going to be. Because remember, what, two years ago, he was drafted to Monday Night Raw, and nothing ever came of that. But I'm interested to see what his progression is going to be. Mm. You know, is he going to pick it up as fast as his brother? Or, you know, interesting to see. Yeah. But what you think of it all? Yeah, so to be honest, I didn't mind if Baron Corbin would have lost here because, like, Baron Corbin, you know, he's trying to reinvent himself. Yes. So if if he would have lost, this wouldn't have hurt him. Like, he could have spiraled even more. He could have became even more crazier. Go like, what? I can't beat this guy that's greener than goose shit. Right. <laughs> like, he's, he's pretty green. Like, I mean, he still wants to do that whole type of Olympic style of wrestling, you know? And, yes. I, and I get it, you know, that he's trying to... Gable Stevenson, you know, he's trying to protect Baron Corbin as best he can, you know, even mm-hmm. though he's not, not the best looking in the ring yet. I mean, he does do some pretty nice suplexes, I gotta say yes. that. Oh, yeah, no, he got some suplexes down. He got some down, and also, he needs to get better on the mic, you know, he needs yes. a, mouth, a mouthpiece for him. Um, But I didn't, like I said, I think it would have been better to have, like you said, I think it would have been better to have Gable Stevenson going up against uh, Damon Kemp. You know, mm-hmm. to have, have a definitive winner here. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't a big a fan of the um, of the you know double count out here. I I didn't think that really needed to happen. Um, and then you know what, kind of like what you say, actually would have made more sense if Corbin would have lost this match, then would have spiraled to find himself, and then debuted what he debuted in a few weeks that would have been a lot better mm-hmm. yeah so i could definitely see all of that and i feel like like i, said, yeah. I feel like gable stevenson he just needs a mouthpiece or you know he needs a faction to be but i feel like you know a, fa- a great faction for him to be a part of is um alpha academy i wouldn't mind seeing part of alpha academy someday. that actually would not be bad for him that actually he- would not be bad at all because Chad Gable, I mean, he did, you know, he did some collegiate wrestling. So, you know, mm-hmm. Chad Gable can help him out a little bit and teach him the WWE style. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah, when he eventually. Is what they want him to be a quote unquote comedy act, though. That would be the only thing. But as far as what they're about, I can totally see that. Or maybe like have maybe you know Kurt Angle come back and maybe help him out a little bit, give him some pointers or like a yeah. uh, Jason Jordan or something like that. Because Jason Jordan, he does you know have, he could be a manager for him. I don't know. But then again, he's not very good on the mic either, so that wouldn't really help sure. out. So, uh, we'll see. Because like I said, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I guess we'll see how long they plan on keeping him in NXT. Yeah, exactly. See how long he uh you know what I'm saying takes to uh cook more in that oven, in that proverbial wrestling oven. But, yeah, Gabe Stevenson, Barry Corbin ends in a double countout. After the double countout, they kept just beating the hell out of each other, beating the hell out of security, to finally Gabe Gable was on top. And I guess come Tuesday, we'll see what happens. Next up, North American Championship triple threat. You got the champ, Dirty Don Mysterio, Versus former champ Wesley 
versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mustafa already had earned his title shot. He thought he was going to go against Wesley. Last week, Wesley loses against Dominic Mysterio right around when Wesley was closing in on Carmelo Hayes' record, and he missed it by a week. So now, Wes wants his belt back. And Mustafa is like, I just want the belt. Like, I deserve to be North American champ. And of course, what I thought was going to happen, of course, happened because you can't forget the X factor of the whole match. Uh, women's world heavy, women's world champion, Rhea Ripley, who was the X factor in all of this. Yeah, you can't forget about mommy out there. You know, she's always can't on forget top. about mommy because. Uh, I love how the match started off at first with Dumb trying to be the swarmy heel, trying to run, trying to get away, trying to let, trying to make uh Mustafa and uh West fight each other and things like that. And they was like, "Nah, we're gonna beat up on you first, then eventually we'll settle things between us." And then, as the time went, it did turn into a a legit quote unquote triple threat match where everybody started fighting everybody. But if anything has taught me, if booked correctly, Wesley could really be a star in WWE. Mm -hmm. Wes could really be a star. Dizzle has said it before, but Wesley really has star power. If they book him correctly, especially when he gets called up to the main roster, Wesley really has that star power. I think I would definitely put Wesley on SmackDown. Maybe have him. Yes, you know, I can agree like with a, that. I don't think the IC title will be great fit for him right now, but U.S. champion? Oh, hell yeah. Yes, absolutely. 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 And I could see him trying to do the U.S. championship the way he was trying to do with NXT, where it's like, look, all you got to do is just ask, and you get your title match. Just ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't stingy with the uh, I ain't stingy with the title matches, but once again, like I said, the X Factor, she proved her worth because she drags Wesley at the ring, hits that man with the riptide through the announce table, throws him back in the ring, Wesley kicks out. Then when Wesley was trying to recover, what did he get? Oh, he gets hit with the title. <laughs> Yeah, he gets hit with the title, kicks out of that. He gets hit with the title. He gets hit with the women's championship with the way he lost the belt because Dom tried to use the North American championship and the ref took it away. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no disqualification. Why are you taking the title? But fine, whatever. Boom, Dom hits him with the women's championship. Blah, West kicks out. Mustafa comes in, hits Wesley with the 450. Uh... <laughs> Dumb. Wait, did Dumb snatch him off or did Rhea? Rhea snatched Rhea pulled um, Mustafa out of the ring. Yeah, Rhea pulls him out. Dumb looks like, oh shit, wait a minute. Jumps off the top rope with the frog splash. Boom. One, two, three. And it's like, damn, Wes took some punishment. <laughs> it took all of that for Wesley to finally just be like, alright, I'm defeated. But it was yeah, a what pretty overall- solid what overall did Wesley have in this match? He had like a 90 overall or something. Like he was a- he has to. Wesley has like a 
95 resilience because that man can take punishment. He can take some punishment. And but ultimately, Wesley well, Wesley falls, and of course, Dirty Dom Mysterio, Dirty Dom Mysterio is still your North American championship. North American champion, sorry. Um curious to see what they're gonna do going forward with Dom. How long this ride's gonna last. Curious to see. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I thought this match was really good. Um, I think this might be no, this won't be matching night for me. But no, no this, that, this, this is this is up there. I mean, this was a that main match. event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait till we get to the main event though. That main event. But um, um, but yeah, but this match was fun. You know, I like how Wesley and Mustafa Ali. You know, they targeted Dominic Mysterio throughout the match. Yes. Um, you know, like you said, Mommy was the X Factor out here. You She's know? gonna be the X Factor. She's always on top, you know. I, I knew that she was going to be definitely playing a role in this match. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to think, she's going to be in a situation. So, when it comes to her, it's either going to be a, she's going to have to be banned from ringside, or it's going to be... Or they're going to have to even out the odds some way. They're gonna have yeah, to it's going to be like an there. even out the odds type of situation, because as long as she's going to be there, even if we don't get Damien and Finn to show up like they did when, you know, Dirty Dom won. But even if, even if it's just her, they're going to have to be very creative of how she's going to not be an X Factor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, literally, she riptied Wesley through the announce table. And the whole announce table broke. Like, that thing broke. <laughs> like, it broke. <laughs> yeah. Like, she put, like, she, and the thing was, she didn't take the top off, the little piece like everybody else does. No, she just straight yanked him up, boom, through the announce table. <laughs> I was like, damn. I wasn't expecting the table to break. I thought he was just going to land on the table. I didn't I thought so that. too, but nope. She put him through it, and it was like, well, okay. Reed is a strong woman. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, Wesley, he took a lot of damage. In he took a bed. lot, and that's what I can appreciate. Wesley's star power because it's like he could take so much punishment and still mm-hmm. be like, nah, I'm still gonna fight. Mm-hmm. That's what I can truly appreciate with Wes. But yeah, overall, I'm happy with um, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, Same. you know, retaining here. You know, he gets so much more heat on him, you know, because everybody wants him to lose. You know, yeah. but when I want to see Judgment Day with a whole bunch of gold around him. You know, I it, want to too. So bad. So bad. Like no, I would like, not be mad if Finn wins that belt against Seth. And but the thing is, I, I don't want to see Damian Priest cash in right away. I don't want to see that. I want to see more tension. I want to see this, you know, with a slow burn of with him actually cashed in. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to see uh Finn Balor have like a 24 hour run. You know, I want to see him have a life as a, a champion. Title. As a champion, yes. Yes. So yeah, I, like I said, so I knew that Dominic Mysterio was going to be retained here because you know I feel like you know when having that big picture, you know, with all of them holding title belts and having you know uh, ha- having Damian Priest hold the Money Bank, you know that that'd be pretty cool because I feel it like would. Judgment Day is a dominant faction right now in yes. WWE because the Bloodline they're they're crumbling, they're crumbled. You know, the Bloodline is in the mud. 
Um, but this was this was fun right here, though. This was it fun. really was, and I could appreciate it. So we'll see what happens. But uh, the next match, NXT Women's Championship submission match, you have the champ Tiffany Stratton taking on Chase Youth prize student Thea Hale. Uh, this is a rematch from when Thea Hale won the Battle Royal. And when she originally went against Tiffany Stratton, there was some shenanigans where Tiffany did tap out. But from that, Tiffany retained. So Thea was like, let's run it back. But this time, let's run it back in a submission match. And Thea was like, fine. I'm not sorry. Tiffany at first was like, no. It did eventually... She was like, fine, I'll do it because Thea Hill put in a Kimura lot and she basically kind of submit, no pun intended, to the idea of this match. Um, once again, coming into this match, I did not feel the title change was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel it. Maybe, maybe it's because Tiffany hasn't been champion that long. I mean, yeah, this is, her first, this is her first defense on a premium live event. Yeah, this is her first premium live defense. So it was like, it was sucked that literally she only defended the belt twice, and on her second time defending it, she loses it. So, but um, it wasn't a bad match, you know, for them to do it under submission rules. I just wasn't too keen with the ending. Mm-hmm. I get why. So what happened was, for those who didn't see, um, eventually it led to Thea's lower back being hurt, and uh, Tiffany was hitting her with a bunch of uh, Boston crabs. Then she hit her with a single leg to where she had the knee in the back, and this is where it got a little weird because the moment Tiffany hit the move. Ten seconds later, Andre Chase throws the towel in for Thea. And it was like, she wasn't even in the move long. Like, let her have the struggle. Like, let her... See, I would have let her, you know, try to get to the ropes. Yeah. Or, or, you know, or at least, you know, have her pass out or something, you know, rather than yes. have a towel thrown in. You know, have her yes. pass out. Or, or the fact that she sat in the move so long and Andre Trace was like, okay, okay, okay. I can't, then this is this is torture. But like, yeah. she just locked the move on. And then Andre was like, all right, throw it in. Because even Duke was looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Andre was going to Thea, and you know, he was all just like apologetic and sad at the fact that he had to throw in the towel for Thea Hell, but I don't know. I think they could have. I think they could have let the quote unquote suffer a little more before uh, Andre threw the towel in. Like if that was going to be the original finish anyway, they could have let. Um, they could have let it been to where Thea just had so much heart, but she was just going through so much pain and torture, and Andre Chase was like, "Nah, fam, I can't. I can't just see." My student just 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 be just be destroyed like this. You know, but hey. If anything, it made Thea look like a future star in NXT. 
definitely for sure. Uh, I don't know how long it'll be before they potentially make her champion, but she definitely looks like a future star that could be because she's going to be that plucky, you know, never say die. I'm tough. You're going to have to throw everything at me to beat me type of superstar. So, um, in Tiffany's case, I guess it's going to be interesting to see who's next up for Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it wouldn't, I mean, hell, the way it's going, it wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being Lyra Vicaria, who might be next up for Tiffany Stratton since, you know, Lyra had the match against Rhea Ripley. Now she's going to have a match against J.C. Jane. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, Lyra ends up being next up to go against Tiffany. Or I wouldn't be surprised if we maybe get another or forget a match between um, Roxanne Perez because, you know, she never did she ever get a one on one match back for with like no. a championship? No. When she when she lost it in that ladder match, that was it. So she never got a one-on-one rematch, technically. Yeah, I still think that was stupid for her to put herself in the match. Like, hey, you know I think what? so, too. Let, let these women fight it out in the ladder match and let me just say, call my shot, go like, hey, you know, I won. I won my rematch. Yes. I still, I still think that's stupid. Well, um, remember, she lost it in the ladder match because mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell won. Yeah. Indy gave up the belt. She got injured. Yeah. Indy gave up the belt because she got she drafted. Drafted and she was injured. And then well. that's how Tiffany, because Tiffany won it from that tournament. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I could see Roxanne circling back around and be like, "Hey, Tiffany, let me get that off. Of, let me, let me, let me try to get that up off of you." So I mm-hmm. can see that too. Um, if they don't as, make it, Lyra, I can see Tiffany. I mean, Tiffany, I can see Roxanne. Yeah. But as the match goes, I thought the match was okay. I, like I was yeah. wondering how they were gonna have you know Tiffany retain here. Same. I thought, I thought they were gonna be doing some like shenanigans here because like maybe uh, who is it who's been like messing with uh, Chase U? It was um uh, oh Charlie when, Dempsey and Drew Charlie Gulak. Dempsey, Drew Gulak. Yeah, I thought maybe you know the referee might go down or something, and maybe like. Maybe might take the you know towel away from Chase U, you know, under Chase, and maybe then throw the thing in for, right for right, yeah, uh, hail. Like, oh, did you guys throw the towel in and you know for uh, yeah, for uh, Thea Hale? But no, it it, it was that actually would have been a that actually probably would have been a great uh ending that you know uh, Gulak or Dempsey would have threw a towel in and the ref would have been like. Wait, there's a towel here. It's a Chase U towel. Uh, Thea, Thea taps out. And yeah. it would be like, no, you know, so. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be that way. Or maybe, you know, maybe the ref, something might happen with the ref and you maybe um, Tiffany might do something, you know, like a big hit, yeah. like a knockout blow. And then, like, she's, like, unable, like, she passes and she's, out. Yeah, she's passed out already. And then, boom, it's like, all right, boom, she taps out. And then, yeah, then she puts her submission in. And like the the Boston Crab, it didn't look that pretty, you know. She was like, it really didn't. Up. And that's why that's why I was so surprised that that was the finish, because the Boston Crab, okay, was cool. Then when she did the single leg version, I was like, yeah, she was putting her whole knee on her back. Yeah, and she, she was sitting on her like the whole time. Like it just didn't look that good. Like, like man, it really did. Yeah, hell, must be in a lot of pain right now. Um, but you know, I mean, Tiffany Stratton, you know, she's not much of a submission type of person, you know, she doesn't and that have too. repertoire, re- re- 
repertoire repertoire yeah there we go um but i mean it, it was okay i mean tiffany has been getting better in the ring you know she hits that nice beautiful moonsault in the match yes you know? she really does like, the, the prettiest moonsault ever yeah and she was looking like a barbie in this match you know yes she had the whole dream house and the and her titantron and things like that so yeah yeah, so I mean, Tiffany Stratton, you know, she was looking looking pretty good here, and she had the you know whole cowboy hat on, you know. So hey, it was a it was a decent match. I just didn't like the ending as well. I was like, yeah, it was just the ending. The ending was a little, it, it felt a little flat. Now, but yeah, and also I didn't think it was Thea Hale's time as well to win, no. you know, the championship. You know, she no. still has time to grow. Too soon, too soon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, main event time, NXT Championship. You got the champ, Carmelo Hayes, versus the Mad Dragon, Ilya Dragunov. Look here. These two men went out there and fought. They tore the house down. This was a I banger. Didn't, I, I didn't know what to expect, considering Ilya is such this rough and just want to beat the shit out you, wrestler, compared to uh Carmelo, who's more of a Prettier, high He's flyer, more of a flashier type of wrestler. Flashier wrestler. But geez, they made this work. This oh my God. If anything, Carmelo, I gained more respect for Carmelo to go out there and have a match to where he was willing to get the shit kicked out of him. Because his chest was just done. His chest looked like hamburger meat. It was done. But, oh my God, those guys went out there and fought. You had some, uh, you had some great false finishes. You had some, you had it. Now, I will say this. It wouldn't have surprised me if Ilya would have won, but I knew that Carmelo was going to still remain champion. Because they had Carmelo go through it. He went through it. And another little tidbit I can appreciate. I can appreciate the fact that since Melo and Trick are not as so much heels anymore, Trick doesn't interfere. Trick doesn't interfere anymore because the only thing he did today was, you know, he was trying to prep talk. You know, there was one part to where they was both down. He grabbed the title and he was like, Melo, this is what you're fighting for. Remember, you're the champ. See, on, I, thought, I thought on. they were kind of planting seeds with, uh, you know, maybe Trick Williams, Trick Williams actually churning on uh, Carmelo. I, I go like, wait, are, is he going to turn on Melo here? Is he going to hit him with the title belt or something? Or is he going to, you know, come in there, you know, try to, you know, cost, uh, cost him to match and hit Ilya with it? Mm-hmm. And it'd be like in a DQ or something. But nope, it was uh Ilya's own wrongdoing because he hit that damn torpedo Moscow by accident on Trick Williams. And then that's when Mello was able to get him back in the ring. Look, I'm going to just say this. When Ilya lays it on, because when he hits his Constantine special, you know, his little... 619 through the ropes in the clothesline. That looks rough. When he hits Torpedo Moscow, that flying headbutt, that looks rough. 
I or don't think that forearm. Those are, oh I don't think he has a name to it yet, but that diving forearm he does, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I thought he I thought he killed him. I thought he gave Melo a concussion. <laughs> oh my God. Because when he hit it, it was like the thing is that you have to remember that diving forearm is technically not his finisher, but shit. Yeah, because there was, was a move that they did before. And I'm like, like it, Mello, it looked like he didn't land it the be- the most beautifully. Yeah. I'm like, oh, did he, is he like, he kind of like landed on his head a little bit. And then that, you know, that diving forearm, I'm like, oh, shit. shit. Now, that, now that one move when Ilya tried to jump off the top rope and Mello caught him with the uh, first 48. The no, oh, no, yeah. not the cutter. When he caught him with that first 48. His oh, uh, yeah. his uh, code breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that, oh, Ilya, yeah, that coast the, to coast. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The yeah. way Ilya sold that first 48, Jesus. And then, like you said, too, when he tried to go for that suplex, but Melo reversed it to the cutter, it was like, my God. <laughs> and then, not only that, when Melo tried to go for nothing but net the first time, and Ilya caught him with that power bomb. It was like, geez. Like these Yeah, yeah that, are... that's where that spot was at that, that yeah. power bomb where he didn't land it. It looked like it didn't be look like the most. Oh beautiful. my god. Yeah. Melo is going to be a sore individual tomorrow. Melo is going to be sore. He's going to be a beat up man tomorrow. But ultimately, like I said earlier, when Trick was trying to give him pep talks. Ilya jumped off the ring steps, went for Torpedo Moscow, his diving head, but but he is mellow instead. Vic Joseph thinks he might have clipped the title as well. Who knows? Ilya gets back in the ring. Mellow hits nothing but net. One, two, three. Carmelo Hayes stays your champ. That was that match was rough. They was that match was brutal. That was a brutal contest. And of course, it was my match of the night. Actually, that might be my favorite NXT match of the year so far. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I I would have to agree with that. Yeah. That that, that actually might be my favorite NXT match of the year so far because them boys boys went out there. Yeah, because. Their that Braun Breaker and Mellow match, like their matches, were kind of disappointing to me. They were kind of disappointing, yes. They kind of were. Because, like, I thought they were going to have a banger of a match at Stand Deliver, but that was just a disappointment in the rematch that they had. Maybe yeah, it, was bad, it was better, but like, yeah, this has yeah. to be match of the year for NXT. But so far, this is probably my match of the year because, geez, geez. But, um, yeah. It was it was a very brutal and physical match. And if you had any reason to doubt Carmelo, he proved tonight why he is the NXT champ. He proved why he is him. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to see what happens next. Interesting to see if uh, Ilya wants another shot. Because, you know, they kind of had that moment where Ilya was still staring at them like, I still want that belt, fam. So, 
interesting to see what goes huh what goes forward uh with Carmelo and to see who's looking like the next challenger come no mercy in September. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad they bring in that pay-per-view back. Yeah, it's kind of cool how NXT is like bringing these um you know retrospective pay-per-views yes. back. Yes, love it so much. Like, so I mean much. Great Great American Bash, you know, that used to be a pay-per-view for the main roster. Mm-hmm. You know, No Mercy used to be one, and then Battleground yep. used to. Battleground. I mean, Battleground. I mean, Battleground is you know fairly new. Yeah, they you, use but... it a couple of times, but yeah. Um, but yeah, as, so... as this match goes, this match was this match was a banger. This match was they cooked out here, as you said. Yeah, they cooked. And once yeah. again, like like we always mentioned, though, when it comes to their takeovers or their PLEs, you hardly ever see a bad PLE. Yeah, from NXT, like mm-hmm. they might have matches here and there that you'd be kind of like, eh. but overall, you they 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 never had a bad show overall. Yeah. So I always appreciated the fact that takeovers and whatever's whatever they want to call them now are not bad shows. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Uh, yeah, this was definitely a fun match. You know, the spots that they were doing this match, you know, like the strikes that um, Ilya Dragunov, you know, like sl- chopping the chest of Carmelo Hayes. Like his, his chest was so red. Like he, he his chest was looking like ham- hamburger meat. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, it was nuts. And like even like the big spots that you were talking about, you know, like that coast to coast and like trying to like a, a double knees. Even Jeez. the. The cutter that um, Carmelo Hayes hit off the top rope, you know, some nice uh, reversals in this match. Um, even the the power bomb that was a nice spot. Yes, um, and you know, like I said, there were some points in the match where like, oh, is you know, Trick Williams going to turn on Hayes? Because you know, there's been some rumors of you know people talking about, oh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe Hayes. I mean, maybe Trick Williams is getting jealous of Carmelo Hayes being a champion. Right, but I don't think that they're going to turn on each other quite yet because I feel like, you know, I feel like if they do do I that, think they should. Period. To be yeah, honest, they, with they, you. they shouldn't do that. Period. Because like, yeah. if they do do that, then Trick Williams, I feel like he's just going to flounder. He's just going to go nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Carmelo Hayes can do do okay on his own. You know, even on the main roster and stuff. Um, but yeah, I feel like they these two guys they both complement each other. You know, they really do. Really even did. if they want to go for a tie team talent today, I feel like you know they complement each other. Yes, and also Trick Williams, he's pretty good on the microphone. You know, he's good being. You know, I mean, Carmel Hayes doesn't need a mouthpiece, but you know, they just complement each other. Yes. Um. But yeah, this this match was fun. You know, and then maybe you know maybe they do run Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes back. You know, at the next um premium live I event. Would Because you know, like he had Trick Williams with the title, and you know. Like Vic Joseph said, you know, maybe he got he got hit with the title a little bit, you know, as um, because he Trick Williams moved um, or uh, pushed yeah. uh, Hayes out of the way. So yeah. you know, maybe uh, Dragonoff did get hit with the title a little bit, you know, not and not on purpose anyway. Um, but yeah, that that kind of cost them a little but bit. Yeah, we we shall see. But overall, yeah, I got hit with the nothing but net, and then yes. um, and it um, was game Carmella. over. It was game over for Ilya Dragunov after that. It was it was definitely 
match of the night. Match, definitely match of the year for NXT so far. Yeah, I say so far, I want to say this will probably be my favorite match of NXT so far this year. Mm-hmm. I, 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 mean, really I, I think second behind that would have to be that Ilya Dragunov and uh, I think Dijak match. At the last that one, that one is a strong year. number two. They're, they're the last man standing. That's a strong number two because they beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, he's Ilya Dragunov matches. They, he always puts on banger matches at these pay-per-views. One of them Wesley matches is in that too. I got to remember which one. I, I like think it most. might be a Wesley and... Uh, I like that Wesley and Dijak match where he broke his finger. That one Was wasn't that? a bad match. I think that was at um, the February show. I think that was at Vengeance Day. Yeah, I think that was Vengeance Day when he broke his finger when his finger was all twisted and shit. Yeah. Also, that multi man match at Stand Deliver was pretty good. Yeah, because the way he hit that damn cardiac kick, it's beautiful. I mean, there, there have been beautiful. some banger, banger matches this year. But hey, that was NXT, the Great American Bash. Overall, this definitely was a great show. I definitely say check it out. If you didn't, if you did, let us know in the comments what you think below. What, what would know. you rate the show out of five? If I had to rate it out of five, I'd definitely give it a solid um considering the matches, considering what they had, I'd say maybe four. I give it a, I give it this out of four. Um I would say I think I might give it under a four. You know, just because some of the, I say a three point seven five. Yeah. You know, kind of slightly under a four, not quite four, because maybe like that. You know, the ending. You know, with the um, Gable Stevenson and yeah. Baron Corbin. You know, that I would say, of, yeah, if it wasn't for the, that match, and I would say, like I said, that the match, the match. with the submission match, and um, like I said, nothing against the the tag team title match, but it was long overdue. But I said I still give it a good solid four because, like I said, it was all, it was still a pre- overall pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely so, a solid show. I don't think there was no bad matches. It was just some weird endings, you know, mm-hmm. that was booked. But yeah, um, but like how uh, our brethren Dizzle like to say, whether you loved it or hate it, don't forget to rate it. Thumbs up, thumbs down, perfectly thumbs up, like, share comment subscribe and once you subscribe tag that notification bell so you know when you get all these little fancy videos coming up you know but thank y'all for tuning in once again i'm scooter ray juggernaut 097 aka mr money in the bank fire channel aka the forbidden door current champ right here shout out to jaeger bomb bastard so fantastic. Shout out to Lip Dizzle. And uh thank y'all for tuning in. And until next time, if you're new here, uh if you've been here, we like to sign off with that with the greatest hand gesture in professional wrestling. Next to the of course the DX child. But you know, we got to sign off with that too sweet. So until next time, good people like that, do not forget to tag out. Oh peace.